All right, folks. Welcome to NinosCorner.tv. I think this is going to make fluff tube, and I'm joined with Richard Allgaier, but he wants to just be called Dick, right? <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> All right, folks. Get your noble gold. Get your noble gold. Feeling unsure about your finances these days? You're not alone. That's why Noble Gold Investments is here to help. Just hear it straight from the folks they've helped, which is myself. Uh, the Noble Gold crew walked me through everything. No stress. With their help, I can finally sleep easy at night. I take about this much a night, Quill. I used to take that much. And now this month, Noble Gold Investments is handing out a free five-ounce silver America, the beautiful coin, if you qualify for an IRA. Invest in gold and silver with Noble Gold Investments, folks. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Hit the link below. Get yourself some Noble Gold. And uh, prepare for what's coming. That's all I can say. Richard, man, thank you so much for coming on. Can I give you a good gold story to start yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, your 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 uh, your advertiser will love it. Y two K, nineteen ninety nine. I'm preparing for Y two K, and my wife and I said, you know, I don't know if this is going to be true or not, but let's buy some gold. Gold was like three hundred and fifty an ounce, and my wife bought. 50 ounces of gold for like wow. three between 350 and 500 so we stashed that away y2k the the millennium oh, so you know. you're rolling in it now so i sold that i you made enough it? on that to pay off my condo in hawaii so i'm living in a condo gold is a great investment the dollar oh, yeah. is uh Gold stays the same. You know, I, I used to fly to Thailand and a, a ounce of gold will fly you to Thailand. It used to be 600 bucks a round trip. Now it's like 1900 ounce yeah, of gold. I, that's what I'm so, getting. That, that's all I'm doing is getting silver and gold right now. That's I know. Just I'm just playing. I'm just cryptos? playing. Safe. Huh? You do any cryptos? Man, that's like a, I do XRP. I have a little bit of Bitcoin, but I'm not. I just feel like it's such. I feel like I'm. It's a, it's a gamble, man. I just don't know. I'm not very versed at it. Well, we are in the transition to a new financial system, and it is going to be digital. So um, that's, yeah, which that's kind of what my yeah, thing is, is. Which cryptos are going to be? What crypto do you go with? You diversify. XRP. I bought a bunch of Ethereum. I bought, uh, okay, I've got Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum. Chainlink, Polygon, Hedera Hashgraph is going to be HBAR is going to be a good one. I've I've got a bunch. I took my uh, money out of my four hundred one k. Wow! I I, I right, look. This lot, financial system is that. going down. Yeah, it a is, lot of people are doing that. Yeah, a lot of people you know, Nino. I I bet I pretty much agree with your politics. Ninety. 99%. Like you and I would have a barbecue and a beer and I bet would agree on, on <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just, you know, all I'm doing really is comp- this is fifth generational yeah. war on America. Yeah. This is it. And it's going into sixth generational. So I'm made the, the way I see this going down is like, I might as well just commentate it. It's happening anyway. Yeah. You know? Well, I may tell you some things that might disturb you a little bit, but I'm pretty disturbed already. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. folks. This is. Let me let me ask you something. Hold on. Let me just say this. Wait, folks, okay. This go is ahead. Richard Allgaier, who is a remote viewer, a remote viewer 
So are you going to teach my audience how to remote view, or are you just going to talk about what you saw? You're going to basically just talk about what you have seen, correct? What's coming? I'll, I'll, g- I'll give them a little tip on how to remote view. Okay. I was a TV newscaster for a mainstream TV newscaster reporter wow. for over 30 years in Salt Lake City, Utah, and then Hawaii, the ABC affiliate, the CBS affiliate. Uh, I've been on CNN. I've been on ABC. I've been on CBS. You know, I've done live hits for them. Um, I was a mainstream reporter, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that now. When I was a reporter, I, I got out of it in 2012. Back when I was doing it, you at least had some semblance of objectivity. You would never get on t- well, There wasn't Twitter then, but you would never express your own views or advocate you know, be an advocate yeah. for the Democrat Party. It was right. Forbidden. It was neutral. You, tried to be was, a, you were always neutral. Yeah. yeah. What it's become now is just disgusting. It is just, just yeah, spitting off agendas, nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay, I'm, this... I was a reporter for many years, and I I interviewed. I mean, I covered presidents uh, Reagan, George Bush, Senior, going live. The time I had the I knew I had to leave TV news was I knew and they loved him in Hawaii. They just worshiped him. And I, like I knew with like, you know, the truth, like with him and big Mike or like his birth certificate, birth certificate. Okay. I went to my news director. We worked, I worked for Hearst television and we had a very um, secure computer network. And the day that they, the day that the White House released, I went to my news director and I said, OK, let me show you something. This is a secure computer. They, you know, we got IT people that can't be hacked. They change our password every 90 days. Go to whitehouse.gov. She does. OK, that's the White House official uh, website. Yes. OK, get the birth certificate. Right click on that. And uh download it she did i go okay open that up in adobe uh not photoshop it was uh whatever the document thing is and i showed her the uh layers and she went kind of a nervous laugh like hmm. and we didn't do a story on that it was just like didn't want to see it so why didn't you do a story on it I, it <laughs> yeah i've been it for you so anyway, then, I'm, I'm then, if you tried to uncover something like that back then, that would have been sayonara. Yeah. So I'm I'm live at Hickam Air Force Base when when the Air Force One comes in, they go, OK, we're going live and the plane's taxiing up. And then he comes down the stairway and he greets the governor and the senators and some dignitaries and gets in the limousine. So you need about like three minutes of stuff to talk about. So I'm. I, I've got it all in my head, like, okay, he's coming here for the APEC now. They're going to be staying at the Hilton Hawaiian Village. He's going to be meeting with the governor. He'll be doing this and this and the whole history. So I've got like two minutes of fill time. So I, I'm there and I'm going live and uh, he peels off and he starts shaking hands of veterans. And the producer in my ear says, oh, this is great. Stay on this. So I'm on a platform about uh you know, a couple hundred feet away from Air Force One, and he's over, and I can see him shaking hands, but it's, I ran out of things to say. I mean, he's, okay, he's shaking hands with military people. They brought in some military people, yeah, and he said, 
and they go, keep talking. This is great. This is great. So I was like, just trying to maintain the proper narrative. And that was, I left after that. I, I can't, I can't do this bullshit. Anymore. You know, it's lies. It's all lies. So, so along the, along the last few years of my job as a mainstream reporter, I was studying with a guy named Glenn Wheaton, who was U.S. Army Special Forces Intel remote viewer. And um, some people talked him into. This is the same time frame as that as when you left the news. Well, I started with Glenn in 1997. Okay. so for years I was. uh, I used to go to uh, news conferences at the police department. And I'd see a missing persons detective for whom we were doing secret remote viewing sessions. And he'd kind of go like, you know, keep it on the down low, you know, don't say you know me. And we were doing missing persons cases for him. So I I was living this dual life, mainstream newscaster and remote viewer by my spare time. And the remote viewing captured my it's the most interesting thing I can imagine. You're, you're a little bit familiar with it. You've, you, you know, Ed Dames. You've tried. Uh, yeah. I'm familiar with Ed Dames. Why don't you tell my audience exactly what is remote viewing before we get into this? Remote viewing is a, there are several different methodologies. It's a technique that was developed by the U S military in the 1970s. And the short story is, a guy named Skip Atwater was doing counterintelligence and they got wind of the Russians using psychics to spy on our ship. And he said, I think the Russians are using psychics. And his boss, his commanding officer said, well, how do we prevent that? And how do we do it? Learn about that. So the military behind the scenes was top secret was trying to find ways to use psychic spies and what they discovered was that it is an inherent ability in human beings that you can train a protocol to do this, do this, do this, and you can establish a communication pathway with your subconscious. And the way I explain it is you and I have a, a field of consciousness and we're in a greater field of, of consciousness. I think consciousness is a dimension. And I think as we have our human experience, our brain is sort of a filter. Uh, we have to go about this three-dimensional world. So we have stereoscopic eyes and, uh, you know, uh, ears that are parabolic antennas, uh, all of our senses feed information into our brain if we were listening to that greater consciousness field it would be too difficult to to uh, so you're saying there's like a function. super con there's like an ethernet of a super consciousness yeah. that we tap into with like an antenna yeah. and we're like the interface to this super consciousness yeah when you were fighting did you ever have a moment where you got so in the zone oh that yes you could, you could tell when somebody's going to throw a punch oh I, they- I could read the guy I, I knew it was going to happen before the fight every single time. Okay. Just, so that's I, why I was you, in, you had some this... record of like 30 and oh, 36 you, and oh, yeah, at my peak. 36, 36 and oh. Okay. So, and do you think it was in part, I mean, you're obviously in great shape and you train hard. You had a little edge because you had a 
I, I, I think there's some kind of a psychic. I do believe when they say visualized, uh, like I, I, there is some kind of psychic synergy. Like there's some kind of chi yeah. um, that I that I was able to tap into. I absolutely believe that, and I was and able. And then you've had moments where you just knew something, like not in terms of fighting or in the ring, but you you knew something when you shouldn't know it. Like uh, you haven't seen an old friend in eight years, and you think about them, and they call you, and five minutes later, like just yep. thinking about you, or yep. you think about like, well, what would happen if this happened, and then it does. So all humans have a subconscious awareness. Everyone listening to us now has for your whole life, your subconscious has been trying to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, listen to me. And what the military did was to varying degrees, they found ways to um, establish just for a moment that communication with your subconscious. And um, my teacher developed a method in U.S. Army Special Forces Intel that is just brilliant. It works really really good so for the audience listening uh i should have brought one uh we'll 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 do another segment and i'll 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 cue one up um if what we do is we take like a, a picture of something a person place event object location put it in an envelope and we give it like numbers like one two three four or a b c d two three one and that represents the target and then we say, okay, put that target ID in your in your mind's eye. Just, you know, one, two, three, four, B2, C3. And then open your eyes and then look on your mind's eye for one second and tell me what you saw. If people haven't tried that, you'll be amazed when you take a room full of people and give them a little bit of training on how to look, when to look, and how to do it is they'll draw the thing and it, they just amaze themselves like, holy shit, I did that. Um, so it's the then, first image you see? When you are in an alert beta state, like you and I are in beta consciousness right now, we're alert, we're communicating, we're, we're fully conscious. In that state, your access to the signal line as a remote viewer last this long a second and a half it's like if i told you remember what a kit kat candy bar tastes like like you can remember that but just for a second like remember what a mounds candy bar tastes like coconut and dark chocolate okay um so in an alert state you can train yourself to look that long and any longer than that, your imagination uh, intercepts it, it and you start playing with it. It's right. Yeah. If I tell you, like, imagine uh, Air Force One in Hawaii, you close your eyes, it, it takes you a couple seconds to form that image. It takes your imagination uh, that long to pull the image together. In uh, remote viewing, the subconscious gives it to you right now, but it's fleeting. Okay. So what we do in our methodology is you work and you get these sensory inputs like a sight, a sound, a smell or a taste, a feel, a texture, and you you build those up. But you're in an alert state and you only have that one second 
you know, you do things, you write things, you keep your conscious mind busy, and then you probe and you get a little bit of data. After you work the target for like 20, 30 minutes, you get kind of uh, alpha daydreaming. So you can linger on target like a little bit more. It's like when you read a book and you're not conscious of turning the pages. And then we go to theta awareness, where after I've worked the target for like an hour, I can kick back, close my eyes, do a mental breathing exercise and a uh, a visualization where I'll actually go into that little place where you're almost asleep, like you're listening to the TV and you fall asleep and you start dreaming what's on the screen and you have that little thing. It's just fascinating. It's And I've worked very hard at it and I've had some success. Well, this is something that takes a lot of work. You got to practice this. It's You yeah. got to hone in on these skills. Practice, practice, practice. Uh, it's, uh, it's, is it, what about, so how come, I mean, why aren't we using psychics for this? Aren't there psychics that do this or are they also, are they proven to just fall flat? Hey. My feeling is that psychics have a natural tendency to have that communication pathway with the greater consciousness field. They're somehow wired so that they naturally get that. I know the greatest, one of the greatest psychics in the world is a woman named uh, Lan Vo. She's a Vietnamese lady here in Hawaii. She's really hard to get a, a reading with. It takes like she's got a like a three month waiting list. I went and saw her. I, I actually my remote viewing teacher told me about her because when Special Forces Intel was developing remote viewing, they went and found all the best psychics and tried to milk them for how they did it. So he went and did a reading with her years ago and said she was fabulous. I went to her. She had me in tears in the first 15 seconds. Wow. She. I walked in. She said who died your friend died and a friend of mine had just passed away and i was like oh my god and she you could look me up you you can google me dick all guy never find that huh you could find a lot you you could say well you do remote viewing or you're uh you were a newscaster or you like to surf you play guitar you could find some lonfo started telling me stuff like my wife's mother's name she said Oh, your wife, her, uh, she makes you ginger tea every morning. Yeah. She goes, your sister just had an accident and hurt her, uh, shoulder. Her, uh, daughter is, has some mental problem, like just personal stuff. And she's like talking to you just like matter of factly, just, oh, your sister did this. Yeah. And she's going to do this. And I'm and, and just like writing it down. So yeah, natural psychics do have an edge and. So does our military use natural psychics? I mean, are we, are we, do they employ them? Are they working for the military? I would imagine that would benefit our military. The military has trained remote viewers that they used. And I know they're still using. There was a guy in Hawaii named Richard Ireland. And he was a natural psychic. And if you ever saw the Johnny Carson show where Johnny Carson did Karnak, where he put on the turban and yeah. he'd take the thing and go like that. Yes. That's based on Richard Ireland. You can see video of Richard Ireland on the uh, Steve Allen show where people in the audience would um, write questions and put them in envelopes. And he would take them and he'd just go like this. And then he'd go, 
there's someone named John who's going to move to California and he's got a job and he'd just do readings like that. And he, he was, he was real. So the special forces guys, when they were investigating remote viewing and doing, um, trying to develop the psychic awareness, they went and found this guy, Richard Ireland. He had a show in Waikiki in the seventies. And one of the things he would challenge the audience, he'd say, if somebody has a hundred dollar bill, uh, hold the hundred dollar bill up and I will I will psychically see the serial number. So my teacher Glenn was in the audience. He took out a hundred dollar bill. So I got one. And Richard Ireland wrote like da, 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 wrote the numerals and the letters. And Glenn looked at it and said, No, that's not right. And Richard Ireland went, Oh, excuse me, I wrote it backwards. I saw it backwards. And he had written it backwards. They gave him the hundred dollar bill. So the special forces guys hired him. They paid him 80,000 bucks and took him into a lab here in Hawaii, put uh, bandaged his eyes, put plaster over his eyes and had him do readings. And then they worked with him. They paid him a lot of money. And that that was the genesis of the remote viewing method that I learned. So, so what I've heard from Ed Dames is you get it. There's a, you know, the way. He, Ed Dames was in a uh, unit at Fort Meade that was uh, U.S. Army Intel. They they had a secret remote viewing unit called Stargate, and he was part of that. You know, he kept saying that they would consistently see some kind of apocalyptic or like some kind of uh, – scorched earth ravaging the planet like some kind of solar they they thought it was a solar flare that hits the planet they then they 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 said that all the earth will be scorched except a few areas on the planet uh, yeah. he was preaching that for so long he said it was gonna happen in 2011 maybe 2012 he kept pushing the well date. it goes back to in 1996 ed dames was saying there was a pathogen that was going to hit earth and um kill all the green plants and we would have nothing to eat so ed dames has been you know so selling is he just a fear monger a, a psyop what is this guy so so what's his story then because none of it's come true from what i can see from what he's no said. no and i know the genesis of some of that he was teaching a class to a doctor here in hawaii and his wife and it was training sessions where they came up with the pathogen that was attached to hellbop comet and they they didn't believe it for a minute but it sold uh, it sold well on the art bell show and coast to coast with george nori oh he so, was he was terrifying to listen to i remember listening to him and going geez you know this the so you know a, a polar shift or a, a solar flare is gonna hit the planet i mean man it was like it was doom and gloom it was like the end of the world it, it turns out that who was really doing the good remote viewing at that unit was joe mcmonagle joe mcmonagle is the good remote viewer so so, so let's I'm, get I'm into this speak ill of ed dames okay I just, yeah i mean i'm not trying to either i'm just saying it's his i, I like Ed. he's a he's a fun guy i i haven't seen him in a oh. i'd love to have him on the show but i mean i i don't know even know how to reach out to him but yeah i i, I can't say any of his predictions have come true maybe they will later i don't know well, let, let's talk about this remote viewing. Let's talk about what you have seen. You said you just told me 
that it's really disturbing stuff. Um, are you in a class with a bunch of other people that see the same thing? Are you solely the only one that sees what's, how does this okay. work? When I, I trained for many years at Hawaii remote viewers guild, my teacher, Glenn retired from the military in 92. And he had done this for years secretly. He couldn't even tell his family about it. So he gets out of the military and he's cut off from his remote viewing buddies. He'd been doing this at a very high level. Now he's retired. He can't talk about it. And he can't really communicate with the guys. So he was going and hanging around psychic fairs to see what the civilians knew about psychic functioning. And he was talking uh, 95. Uh, Ted Koppel. Nightline, they broke the news, said the U.S. military has been using psychic spies called remote viewers, and it was declassified, and that that came out. So my guy, Glenn, mentioned to somebody, well, I did that, and they talked him into teaching a class. So he said, okay, I'll teach it, but I don't want money involved. Like, I, I can't do it for money if you guys want to learn. And I think Glenn wanted someone to play with. He he wanted to, to advance the skill. So he goes, okay, I'll teach you um you uh civilians so we rented a classroom got some tables bought some paper and pens and we'd go in every friday night or every monday night and we'd have classes and he'd give us theory and teach us the methodology and we'd work targets so for many years we worked targets as, as a group called the hawaii remote viewers guild can i explain it can you explain real real quick what is a target like what are they what the is target, a target? He would he would take a a picture of an event, a person, a location. You know, it could be like um, the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, or it could be the Kennedy assassination, or it could be um, the attack on Pearl Harbor, or it could be just something like a Mayflower dance uh, fifty years ago in in uh britain just any any uh verifiable person place thing so the target would be in an envelope he would put that on a board at the at the room and leave the room and we would work our protocols and there'd be like 12 or 16 of us and you wouldn't know what's in the envelope no we have no idea what was so it's a picture of something yeah okay so you don't know what's in it okay we we it's got to be done totally blind. You can't have any idea what it's what it's going to be. It can be anything past, present, future. Can it, it, you're totally blind. All you get is the target ID. One, two, three, four, dash, five, six, seven, eight, or A1, B2, C3, D4, which is associated with that target. So we would work 12 or 16 of us. We do 12, 15 pages of data doing all the protocols and then he'd come back in turn in the lights and he'd say okay tell me one thing about this target and like well i see a building i see a ship you know and then then he would open the envelope and show us the the target and we did that for years and then we got somewhat proficient at it what was your success rate on the target was it 50 50 well i mean sometimes were you guys completely off yeah um on a given target, if 12 of us worked it, 
one or two people would draw something that would blow your mind, like pretty much exact. And uh, we've got a lot of that uh, published. And there would be six or eight viewers that would have pretty much not very good data. Like you'd, you'd look at it and go, yeah, that, that didn't do it. But on the moments when it's good, it can be very good. So, so it's not a could, could it be – are you just playing the odds maybe? Maybe this is just the odds. Like, yeah, of course, somebody's going to be close. And maybe somebody – you know, there's going to be a few people that are off. Maybe it's just the odds that we're playing here. Well, we saw enough proof to where we were convinced. And by proof, I would tell you um, – like an example that I had, I, I gave a target out and I was the only person who knew what it was. And it was something called the SWAT laser on Haleakala. And it was a it was a picture of Haleakala crater on Maui with this dome shape and then a, a laser beam coming out of it. OK, that's a pretty distinct thing. And I gave that target out and one of the viewers worked it and he drew the mountain, he drew the dome, he drew the energy coming out. And then he had a lot of other stuff like a stairway, a bunch of uh, a grid of, of metallic things and things that I didn't understand. And I, I looked at it and I, well, that's kind of off target. Wasn't known to me when I, when I tasked the target. But I said, you did get the, you got basic parts of it. And he went and looked, he came back a week later and he said, I did research on this laser. If you look at the inside, I drew it exactly. And he did. So we've, we've, we've had enough examples where it's not just a coincidence. Um, so what, what have you guys predicted with accuracy that has come to pass? I'm now working with a group called futureforecastinggroup.com and we have a private membership and we do remote viewing and one of the ways we prove this is every month we do sessions where we publish what what we see will be happening the following month like in august i drew a bunch of sketches i said there'll be news stories that'll show this this and this um, I could do a screen share and show you a couple, but does that make your editing? No. Screen share. Go ahead. Give me a second. I need to. Yeah. Um, and these are. These are. Uh, published validated. Sketches that you're about to show everybody that you're about to show my audience. These are sketches. Yeah. These are things that I. Okay. Um, this was published in August and this I last said, August two months ago, a okay. uh, month and a half ago. No, it was published in. Yeah. 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 End of August. And I said in September, I see an aircraft like a, the new frontline U S aircraft the top of the line one with uh square intakes and a twin tail and i see it up close and something to do with the pilot ejecting and let me draw let me show you my sketch 
So we published that, and then the F-35 went missing. Mm. Mm. Okay, so that's documented. So you drew that right there to the left. Drew that, and we published it two weeks before it happened. Wow. Okay, now let me show you another one. Um, I should have had these. I said... I uh, I went into my state and I said, like, God, I'm underwater. You know, I see this ghostly, like, is that the Titanic? I went, no, it's not the Titanic. It's like a uh, a shipwreck. And I said, there's going to be something. There's going to be new video of a shipwreck that's historical, and there's going to be new information. Ooh, are and, you talking about the submarine that that just imploded? No, this was uh, the Battle of Midway. They sent a deep sea expedition and they got the yorktown and also a japanese one that sank so those are pretty um when was this this was that last month you? yeah oh. we published this so we have a whole bunch of uh i said that there would be a here's another one i've got a hundred of these we do it every month we're pretty good let me see. And it happens. What's the time frame that these things happen? Uh, like when you do a sketch, how, one how, month how, to 90 days. Sometimes there's six happens. We try to do it uh, 30 days in advance. And it, it really is a, it messes with my mind because I don't understand how that works, how time works. Here's one where I said, uh, I see people coming out of a doorway and down some steps down an incline and they're released like it's a hostage or prisoner release thing and then a few weeks later they released that was done in july and in august they released the iranian uh prisoner or that could just be the southern border where they're just releasing everybody into our country <laughs> what they i don't know they are going to um they're reshaping the world the yeah. people that run the world. Do you want to get deep into this shit? Yeah. They are reshaping the world. That's being done on purpose. They're not going to stop it. It's been planned. I was told about it five years ago. Up to 100 million going to be brought in. They are replacing, you know, it's. They're breeding out the white man. They are. Yeah. They are. I know. I understand this. But before. But there you know, are. So you're saying you don't see it being stopped? No, it's not going to be stopped. How's, even, how's it going to be if, stopped? How would they stop it? How, uh, how are they going to get those? How are they going to round up those people and send, it, send them A Trump intervention. A Trump gets back in office. Mass deportation is what I'm hearing. Mass deportation. How would it? But if. I heard they're going to be held in camps. It's going to be really ugly. And it's going to take like a decade. But it's going to be ugly. I, that's just what I've heard. We I, are, I have any we are, information I know. We are due for some really interesting things. It's going to be a real show. So let's get Whatever. into that. Let, let's get into that. Let's let's go on to what you see coming. Let, let's talk about okay. what you see. What what events do you I see? I think the coming? reason that I'm on on with you is because I did a segment with Cliff and we just talked about Ed Dames talking about end of the world stuff, you know, fake catastrophes. 
we do targets and I'll, I'll let me plug our site futureforecastinggroup.com and we have memberships and we do uh we have really interesting people that we interview and we do really interesting remote viewing not just future stuff like um i think he's upgraded i think he's been uh he's not a normal human being he's Clone. here to, not necessarily clone but just somehow upgraded you know he's I and mean, throughout history technology is released to humans to upgrade the human race would you believe that yeah absolutely okay so he's he's part of the releasing of technology he's uh into all he's designing future cities with his tesla walls and his uh um communication systems his energy he's he's into it all man he's 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 helping uh, forge the new civilization. We are going into a new civilization. I I absolutely understand and agree with that. But there's going to have to be events that take place. Yeah. So make that. Okay. So I I got off track there. We're given targets that are sometimes historical in nature. Like uh, we did one on. Gobekli Tepe, which is an ancient site in Turkey. We did one on um, uh, Napoleon. Uh, we do death of the dollar. What's good? How are cryptos going to, you know, what will happen when cryptos come uh, into the forefront? How is the dollar going to be? What geopolitical events are going to happen? So we're all over the place. So about a month and a half ago, we were given a target that all the viewers, there's five of us worked it, and we're all pretty good. We we all have a good. Track. This was how long ago? A month ago? Um. Well, actually, we worked it just prior to nine eleven, so it would have been end of August. We they gave it to us in the middle of August, and what they do is we got five viewers: one in uh, Great Britain, one in Austin, Texas. I'm in Hawaii. We got one in Canada and one in Virginia, and they give us a, a target ID and say, work this, it's due in two weeks. And we don't know what anything about where it is or when it is. We don't talk to each other. We do our work independently. We upload it in separate files. So we're doing this target and they give us the target ID and I turn it in and they say, well, we're going to give you a, a what's called a sub queue. We're going to give you a new target ID. So they they issue a new target ID and say, work this one. So I do. And I go, what's up with this? And apparently, we all missed the target that they had given us. And I to this day, I don't know what it is. I think it might be something like, it could be along the lines of, um, when will BRICS come up with a new system to do wire transfers internationally? outside the swift system that will circumvent the dollar or it might be when will the bitcoin etf be approved or you know something i think kind of financial or political and none of us got it but we got corroborating data on what looks like 
the next, we called it the next 9-11, political upheaval, people fleeing cities, roadblocks. I mean, right out of Ed Dames. You know, I, I was kind of criticizing Ed Maybe Dames. Maybe this goes we, with, with what Cliff said, with the luminosity okay. 13. So we got all this wild crazy stuff happening and we are in communication with cliff high and he saw our work and he said dude his um webbot programs you've done you just did a segment with him where he says the um the uh release language is like 13 times higher than he's ever seen it like just off the chart stuff coming so he independently got the same type of stuff that we did Without collaborating with Cliff, we saw that all the viewers saw similar things is political upheaval, um, ejecta, which was a term Cliff had in his stuff, uh, several explosive events like maybe let me just go right out on edge and don't uh, quote me on this. And I'm not saying sell your house, but like something along the lines like a comet hits or an asteroid but they make it look like an asteroid and they did it you know mm-hmm. like they destroy a city with an asteroid okay false and i'm not saying that's going to happen but that was kind of the data that was leaking through like and a now false flag be, asteroid yeah we could be wrong we could be totally because remote viewers can make shit up i mean that's um and I'll I'll tell you something else. I mean, you can you're talking with me. You can judge me, and the audience can judge me. I mean, I might be uh, crazy. You know, I might be barking mad. Like maybe remote viewing's not true, and I'm completely delusional. Or maybe I'm a con man. I'm lying to you. You know, and this is all the con. I'm trying to get money. Or maybe I'm a victim of disinformation. Like somebody's using me or working me or maybe remote viewing really is true and we do it and we did pick something up um i'm not really trying to sell you anything or uh like don't buy my book um i'm not trying to say go dig a bunker and sell your house although i did buy gold at y2k and I think gold is good to have, gold and silver. So so you're telling me that you you and others do see some kind of catastrophic event happening. Yeah, I think it's um, – something's got to happen. I mean, can't you feel that something – It's in the air. It's in the air. And ever since yeah. really, really 9-11, I've felt it. And then after 2020, I'm like, okay, it's go time. And now I feel before 2030, something mega has to happen. And then we're coming into 2024 election. I feel like they got to do before then. We have lost all faith in the political system. We have lost all faith in the judicial, um, the court, the court, look what they're doing to Trump. I mean, I was just, we're taping this on Monday, uh, the 2nd of, October, they're trying to steal his entire empire for nothing. There was no crime. There's no no victim. So we've lost faith in 
the political system, the judicial system, the financial system is teetering. It can't go much longer. I mean, the dollar is essentially worthless. The all only systems, reason all still- systems are crashing, but that needs to happen for this new yeah. system. Yeah. It needs to happen for this. Letting right? people the across the border. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. So we're, we're in agreement. But, but on what that. I'm saying here, but what I'm trying to get out of you is what do you see from this remote viewing? What is it you see exactly? Okay. I, I hate to uh, fudge on this, you know, it, Remote viewers are not omniscient. Like we don't, we cannot say, "Oh, I see exactly this uh, kiloton explosion." In right, this right, right. But what's the consensus day. between all of you? What have you decided it's, that you think this at is- least maybe on the west coast, something in the Pacific, something flashing through the air, political upheaval. I personally didn't go much. I saw. Portions of a city blacked out. I saw people trying to leave a city, um, like flee the city, uh, everybody in their cars, roadblocks, you like can't go here. So, yes, some significant upheaval, uh, destruction. There's, but let me caution you there's one that we did about, I think it was about a year ago in our monthly events is we turned our data in and we the way we present it is each each viewer comes on we're on zoom and they go okay what's your most interesting thing and daz smith says well i hate to say this but i drew this and he shows a mushroom cloud and edward reardon the other viewer goes dude i saw the same thing i see a mushroom cloud and we're going yeah. i said i saw one too so they're like three or four of us, we all drew mushroom clouds. So we're very careful, like we're saying, okay, we we saw imagery of a mushroom cloud. We're not, we don't know. All we see is imagery of a mushroom cloud. Don't try to make this into, into World War III. So we we put that out. We got some interest around the internet and we're watching the month we're watching and the big news story and all the news feeds and all the all the uh, newspapers and all the cable news, the uh, volcano went off in the Canary Islands and it blew it. It made a mushroom cloud and there was this big mushroom cloud over the Canary Islands, exactly what we saw. So that was confirmed. We did see the mushroom cloud. So we might see an explosive event that isn't the next 9-11, that isn't uh, an entire city being well, destroyed. According to Cliff, his tension and release, his deltas show something of a luminosity at least a 13. If 9-11 is a 1, yeah. his luminosity shows a 13. Do you agree with that? Well, I'll give you two answers. Uh Cliff High, I've been watching since early 2000. I remember when he predicted the 2008 financial collapse exactly mm-hmm. uh, a year and a half before it happened. So his data was really good. I tend to believe Cliff. I think his 
his uh, system is really good. And so I give a lot of credence to what Cliff says. In our data, um, a luminosity event that big, the remote viewers may tend to exaggerate things. So I'm I'm probably less confident of our own work, although I'm pretty confident that something big is going to make some news in the next well, we, we can, six months. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, I, mean, I, I think, we, I think... I'll, I'll come back, you know, in six months if it doesn't happen and say, hey, we were wrong. Well, you, there's no way you could put a time frame on it, though. I mean, really, can you? I mean, that's the hard thing about it. I mean, you're, the mind is outside of space and time, correct? So it's kind of, you can't really. There's I mean, a, there's there's a could be protocol that now. my teacher taught me to do time within a year and without using numbers. Because the subconscious can't do numbers. The subconscious numbers, if you use numbers, that puts you in your totally uh, left brain or analytical brain. And you you can't get the the uh, subconscious numbers. So what you do is you go, okay, this event's going to happen, and you make what's called an ideogram, like you you make a little scribble, like a little just take one second and describe that's the event, and then you take in a you take a scribble for summer. And you encode the feeling of summer into this random scriggle. And then you encode fall. Like fall, it's the days get shorter and the days get cooler and it's Thanksgiving, you know. And you inscribe the feeling of fall. And then you, the feeling of winter, the days are short and it's really cold, you know, and it's like icy cold, that's winter. And then spring. So you make a what's called an ideogram. It's just a random little squiggle. So you touch the one that you made for the target and you touch each of those, and you feel which one feels the same. So you go, okay, this is going to happen in the winter. It feels mm-hmm. like winter. So right there, you've narrowed it down to um, but 90 still, that's, days. That you could get like a season, but you can't really get a year. Okay. Well, yeah, a year you need to use, like, uh, take celestial fixes and use advanced trigonometry. I don't know how to do that, but... Within a year, I can go to a season, then I can take that season of winter and draw a line, feeling all of winter, and then I feel on that line when it happens, go right here, and then I can calibrate out, like 90 days, like how many inches is that, and I can go within plus or minus. So I told my people when I found out that we had, I'm doing it all blind, and they said, well, we think it might be this luminosity event Cliff was talking about. I said, why didn't you have me do a date? I could do a date. And they said... No, we didn't want you to. We don't want a date. If we come out with a date, that will be too much noise. Right. Like it's too much attention. No, we just want to put this out in very general terms. You know how, like, you know, I was at my buddy's ranch years ago, and he was showing me how the cattle, the birds start flying low when a storm's coming, and the cattle bunch together. That's how I feel humanity right now. Humanity right now is feeling this storm coming, and it's uh, I think we're barely entering it, man. I think it's been really bad the last you know five to ten years, but the last five years for sure, the last three years, absolutely. But I do feel like humanity right now, we all feel it, something's coming. You know, it's like it's like we all have PTSD, it's like humanity has yeah. uh, we all have PTSD, we know it's I coming. Know, I know someone. In the in 
July of 2019. July of 2019, things were pretty much normal. I was going on an Alaskan cruise and a couple of other trips with my family. And someone told me, Dick, enjoy that cruise. Savor that time with your family. Because next year, you're not going to be allowed to travel. And I said, well, why not? He says, I can't tell you, but just enjoy your trip six months later. And he was right. So um, there are people that know what's coming in general terms. But yeah, yeah, you can feel it. Everybody can feel it. I'm sure most of your subscribers. But you're going to say you feel like what you're picking up in this super conscious ethernet is something within the next six months. You're guessing. I'm not going to say you're not a psychic, but you're saying you feel like it's in the next six months. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a season? The coolest thing I saw, we, I work with this guy named Edward Reardon. I should have brought him on. He's a, he's a good remote viewer. And we were doing a geopolitical target in 2019 and we're giving the debrief and we're showing our data and he drew this little organism with things coming off it like a flower like a he said this involves game of function he said game of function and we it was like death of the dollar or some crypto target or something and he gave that data and he said guys i was off on this one sorry but that's what i got and we just kind of discounted it and this was in like june or july of 2019 and we put that away we went on did other target and a year later like it was late 2020 or early 2021 edward goes remember that target we did on the dollar yeah he goes look at what i drew and drew the exact thing that we were all seeing and it didn't mean anything to us wow it it went right by our radar that is the beginning of the of the death of the dollar of the system that thing kick-started it for sure yeah 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 um wow man yeah we've done a lot of interesting interesting targets we're uh Remote viewing is real, and we're pretty good at it. And we have some misses, but we have some pretty good hits, too. So you think, well, I don't want to argue whether Trump, I mean, I hope Trump gets back in. Do I believe it? I 100%. You believe he's going to turn things around? I I absolutely do. I think we have the best years of America coming probably the next seven years are going to be amazing years, and then that's going to lead us into a bigger conflict because the globalists are not going to get – they're going to lose their foothold here. But, yeah, I absolutely see Trump getting back in there. Well, for the record, I would love it if you're right. I, feel like I mean, I, w- I would want to live you in know a how, community. like, I was 36 and 0? I, I would love to <laughs> – if, if I lived in a community with you, I would vote for you to be the city council member oh, or legislator, I, senator. I'd, <laughs> thank I'd, you. I'd vote for you. I'd, yeah, I'd maybe have I, maybe I have to do that later. I don't know. Only if it gets really bad, I'll do it. But it, it is bad. What am I saying? But uh, I, but I'm going to tell you You know, right why now. can't 
why can't people like you and I and like-minded people just have a community and they leave us alone and let us do our thing and have they a want full control of everything. Yeah. Nobody's, you know, but I'm telling you, yeah, I have, I do not only believe that um, I'm waiting. I, uh, I'm, I'm betting on it. I'm betting on it. Uh, I mean, I'm very confident. Well, Biden's not going to run again. They got to yeah. get rid of him. They got to get. You no, know, I've him. had enough. I've had enough interviews. Thousands of interviews. I've kind of weeded out the people that I think are full of shit. I've listened to the people that make sense. I put some pieces of the puzzle together for myself, and I am very confident that Trump is going to be back. Not only is he going to be back, but he's going to be back like gangbusters, and it's going to be he's, the he's only thing I'm worried about. Now. He's mad. He's, yeah. he's gonna The only thing I'm worried about is not the left. What I'm worried about is when the pendulum swings right, how fucking far right is this gonna go? Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Just how far right is this gonna go? Is this gonna go so far right, so out of hand? You know, that's what I'm worried about. That's an interesting take. I hadn't considered that. Yeah, yeah, that's coming. Because I, I, I don't think the pendulum is going to go this way and then stop right there. It's going to go, boom, way the fuck out there. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. And that's when, that's that's what I'm looking at. I have no so, doubt. We need I have some, no doubt it's going to go this way. I just don't want it to go way out that way. Yeah, we need some stable people to put the brakes on. So it doesn't Because go a lot far. of people are going to want revenge, man. People are going to be mad. They're going to be lynching Trump, people. Trump people gets be, back in. He's going to kick ass. He's, he's mad. He's now. not taking, and, and I'm all for it. But, but let's not forget our humanity. Yeah. So. Do you think, okay. Do you think no. Trump will be the most powerful man in the world when he gets back in? I think Trump has some powerful people behind him. I definitely know he has a firewall behind him of some generals. I've heard it's about seven. That are game game you know that are gaming this out. So, um, you know, so uh, I think Trump, you know, this guy is taking the arrows, taking the slings, taking the bullets for us. Do you think he he looks phased at all? Are these he, look, he does not look phased at all. No, Trust no. Me, he's not are these retired generals or are they? I mean, they Millie just Millie's a. Woke I don't know. There's, there's black hat generals and there's white hat generals, and I think I think that uh, I think we have the upper hand. I'll be honest with you. I think. I think we have control, and I think it's getting really obvious now for them. And I think it's about to get to a point where some serious shit on their end that's going to start taking place. But I, but we're still going to have to take a bite of this big shit sandwich, which is the financial collapse. And they're going to get 70%, 80% of it done. You know? What do you see uh, becoming of the financial system? What What financial system will emerge from the dust in the wreckage i think we're going to go to a gold back gold standard i think they're going to try to put us into this digital currency it's it's going to fall it's going to fail and we're going to make a transition to the gold standard that's why it's so important to have gold and silver because you're going to be able to make the proper transfer but do you think people will use gold and silver on daily basis like buy could things be. From- could could be i don't know how bad it's going to get could be for a while yeah I've heard that. I that's think part, going that I've to, heard from people that that's the case. Now, 
I don't want to see central bank digital currencies. I'm no. dead set against those. But I, I see it becoming uh, blockchain distributed ledger. Distributed ledger. I'll give you the I'll give you the brief history of why that is. Humanity is we were put here, we were created, and it's a business. It's the earth is run like a corporation. There are people that own it and run it like a business. And they gave us the concept of nation states. This is where we'll disagree. You probably won't like this. They gave us nation states as a they they rolled out a template is you you gather people together you give them an anthem you give them a flag you give them a currency you give them culture and values and language and you have a nation state and you give them the uh you know let them think the illusion of self-governance when it's governed from higher families that run the world and it's it's a business. It's a business. And that's why you have counties that count the money that's generated by your by your population. With the coming technology, that counting that all that all those ledgers are going to be on blockchain distributed ledger technology. And that that negates the need for a nation state. There's going to be more like uh, people grouped as cellular automatons. I mean, I don't really I mean, want to live that way. And I'm old, so I probably won't have to too long. But, you know, like we are in this world, not of it. So they can have whatever they want for this three-dimensional existence. I am not part of that. As long as, you know, we're not, we're all soul beings. So whatever whatever they want to do in this physical realm that's fine yeah render out to caesar what is caesar's whatever you know what i mean you yeah know, i'm very much in the belief that we are spiritual beings having this human experience so whatever you know we're all dead anyway we're all gonna die yeah, and what, yeah. I mean, we all die at 80 85 what the fuck i mean it's not like you know whether we all die together at one time or separately what does it matter yeah. You sound like a I knew a green beret in Thailand I was hanging out with. This guy whose name was Don, I won't give his last name, but he was a daredevil, man. He used to ride a fast motorcycle and just take chances, you know, he's a green beret and they said, "Man, you are a wild." He goes, "Hey, we're all going to die, you know? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to die. You're going to die anyway." He just said, <laughs> yeah. Sounded kind of like you. What What was it like to go enter the ring with a ranked heavyweight fighter? You know, someone is as good as you, as big as you, and this guy's trying to physically pummel you. Was that was what kind of fear, uh, adrenaline? All what did it. you feel? Scared. I would get scared like a little boy, but I had the strength. And faith in God. I just knew my spirit was going to carry me through. And and it did every time. Like, I just knew I was going to beat this guy. I just knew. I just knew it was so my like time. 25, 30 in, you're undefeated. And you're like, I got this, man. I can do yeah, this. I just knew it was my time. 
didn't matter and who you, was, and you did have time. a psychic awareness in the ring yes that's interesting it's where you could and i could a, watch a guy for like 30 seconds just uh, my trainers are trying to show it. me film i'd watch them for 30 seconds and know exactly what i'd have to do just hmm. fucking not even 30 seconds i'd look at his body mechanics and go oh, i got this motherfucker <laughs> and then my trainer would watch the rest of it and show me what we need to work on were you ever so tired in the ring that you were like, man, I'm going to, I can't even. Yeah. I my- mean, when I fought a few guys, a few, few times in the first round, I got my orbital bone crushed. I got my ribs broken and I had a, a broken hand. And then all of a sudden you're fighting one, one handed. So these huh. things happen in boxing. You gotta be, you gotta be ready for the unknown. Anything can happen. Break your, your wrist, your fucking hand. My hand would shatter. I shattered my hand a couple times in the ring. Um, so, but you have to pull it through. You got to pull it out of your ass. Shattered your hand on a guy's head. Yeah, wasn't good for his head. That's a. <laughs> yeah. You shattered your hand through a through a glove. Yeah. Well, you're you're like a cast. It's a cast. I'd rather get yeah. hit by a bare fist than than the way we tape our hands and the way we fight. I'd much rather get hit by a bare fist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those gloves are tight leather, man. They're like bricks. Well, I hope you're right about where we're going. And that's really interesting about the pendulum swinging too far. Oh, that's why don't you, you why don't like, you target that? <laughs> target that if you can. Because that's where it's going, I believe. I think that's what I'm scared of. Yeah. Well Which it'll be awesome for the first year. And then after that it's gonna get like what the hell? Oh, yeah, we're all relieved, like, oh, we're showing these progressive, crazy, woke people, and then it keeps going, it keeps going, hey, ease off, yeah. guys. Yeah, like, like not time to hit the brakes, and then there's no brakes. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where I, I think this is, that. that's, where I th- that's where I think this could be going. So, uh, where are you located? In, on the border, <laughs> El Paso. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh it, it's crazy down there, huh? Yeah, it's this. I love El Paso. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. They go off. They're going over to like other places in the country. They're taking buses. They just bring else. them in, and it's just passed through, yeah, yeah. and they send them into the interior. Right. It's millions. Yeah, I think we're like up to eight million, nine million, ten million, eight to ten million. It's crazy. You go to the airport and it's like a third world field trip. I mean, you go to the airport, El Paso airport is just filled with illegals. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, but listen, okay. Dick, I, I got to get going. I got to get some food. I'm hungry. Um, it's been great talking with you. Well, I'll yeah. check back in. If nothing oh, yeah, happens. Let's, let's do this again. This has been so fun. And I think my audience really enjoyed this. So, um, Man, I, I this I've always been very intrigued on this subject. So, I'll tell you some interesting stories next time about particular targets that I've done and what it was like. Like, uh, yeah, some it's like seeing Napoleon. Really, I was selling that on uh, uh, Amazon, and they wow, they didn't wow, they didn't like that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, the well, let's do- space force. Yeah, we'll have another talk. It's been great let's talking. Do- yeah, Dick, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. And where can people find you? Futureforecastinggroup.com. 
and what you want to what you'd want to do is do a trial visionary membership and listen to there's a thing called founders conversations there's a gentleman that got a hold of me because of my remote viewing and explains how the world works and our members have conversation this guy won't let his voice on you it won't it can't be on social media he's got to be behind a privacy wall but he's the most amazing person i've ever spoken with in my life and uh if you join futureforecastinggroup.com and listen to a couple of those founders conversations just check out some of those your jaw will drop we sent you a uh membership i'll I'll send you a link to a few of those you'll like to hear those it's been great talking with you great talking to you too so put a target on that one. What I just told you. <laughs> okay. Thing oh. is, is I got to work it blind. I've got to. Oh, I've got to no right. idea what it is. So what we do is, you send it to our taskers. They keep me like. Uh, yeah, let's you don't do that. To... Let's yeah. do that. Let's put that as the target. Yeah. So, and yeah. Uh, I'll come on with Cliff High sometime. That'd be amazing. Let's have a good time. Good That'd talk. Be amazing. All right. See you. Right, you know, go get some food. Bye bye.